Hello and good morning. Welcome into the Zenster Podcast. Today is shaping up to be a beauty, as they always are. So we embark on this day as a journey, just as we do every day. And we start each day with a little bit of gratitude. So, Pura Vida, Wabi Sabi, and what are we thankful for today? Well, today I am thankful that I have tools available to help me remind myself what I'm thankful for. (laughs) And um, I'm thankful that even in times when I'm underprepared, I can respond quickly to become prepared. But every day I appreciate the beauty that surrounds me. And I'm thankful for the kindness of strangers and the warmth of loved ones. That's something to be good thankful for, right? So today, uh, we are going to delve into the teachings of Chapter 3 of the Tao Te Ching and explore some of its wisdom uh, on simplicity, humility, and contentment. And we're going to observe some parallels between the ancient Chinese text and some various biblical scriptures, uh, highlighting some shared themes. And we're also going to tap into Buddhism and look at the principles of non-attachment, mindfulness, and uh, the middle way, which echo the Taoist call for harmony and balance. So, um, let's start with a reading, as we do. And this is from the Tao of Joy Every Day. Glory and achievement. Why is there contention in life? How can we not fight amongst ourselves? Lao Tzu illuminates one aspect of this question in chapter 3 of Tao Te Ching. Do not glorify the achievers, so people will not squabble. He he is pointing to an aspect of human nature. The first part of it is that people compete for recognition and will often not hesitate to step over one another to do so. It is manic drive for the glory that is entirely rooted in the ego. The other part of this is that when some of us become distinguished for whatever reason, they immediately become targets. Others, less distinguished, regard them with envy, jealousy, and resentment. They will find ways to shoot them down even if they have to engage in slander. This too is entirely rooted in the ego. So today, it is important to understand that Lao Tzu speaks against glorification, not achievement. You should feel free to excel do so without fanfare. You do not need to hide your excellence, but you also do not need to shout it from the rooftops. Recognize the role ego plays in all the myriad ways we fight among ourselves, and keep your own in check. This is the best way to minimize squabble in your life. So let's read chapter 3 of the Tao Te Ching. It says, If you oversteam great men, people become powerless. If you overvalue possessions, possessions, people begin to steal. The master leads by emptying people's minds and filling their cores, by weakening their ambition and toughening their resolve. He helps people lose everything they know, everything they desire, and creates confusion in those who think that they know. Practice not doing, and everything will fall into place. So, um, <clears throat> much wisdom there, as there always is in these texts 
And so what does that mean? Uh, well, we can practice every day to avoid excess and desire. So the, the chapter begins by advising against elevating the highly talented and ambitious as this can create envy and disorder. And not uh, prizing hard to get goods, it suggests that we can prevent people from becoming thieves and not displaying what is desirable. We can prevent people's hearts from be being confused. And this teaches us the value of simplicity and contentment. In practice, uh, this is us living a life that avoids excess and materialism, which fosters a culture of equality rather than competition and envy. And envy, of course, one of the seven deadly sins. Um, Charlie Munger talked about envy as well as a human condition that people have a desire to envy other people. It is all rooted in the ego. So we can return to simplicity and leaders should empty people's minds and fill their bellies uh, with to their core with uh, spiritual wisdom and weaken their ambitions and strengthen their bones. And metaphorically, this speaks to the importance of focusing on the basic needs and inner strength rather than the external desires of and the ego. Every day, we should prioritize our well-being, nurturing both physical and mental health, and having humility over our own personal achievements. So it's okay to strive and to be driven, but don't gloat over it. Because if you do, you become a target, as it was said at the beginning of this. So we can lead by example that uh, when we aren't valuing goods, and this could be goods of a material thing, maybe chasing that new car or chasing that Rolex watch. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Or goods that are just hard to obtain. Uh, and bragging about it, uh, and we can prevent theft and, and be, being a target. So don't gloat about all the things you have. So um, we should lead by example and promote a lifestyle that's not driven by greed or the accumulation of possessions. And practically, this is uh, adopting and modeling behaviors that reflect our inner contentment and satisfaction with what one has that we already have, not striving to get a bigger house, uh, uh, you know, more uh, a sportier car or whatever it is. And this is how we can cultivate inner peace. True peace comes from within. And when we reduce the desires and simplify our lives, we can achieve an inner tranquility. And this inner peace naturally extends to our external behavior. So what is within starts to influence what goes without and our actions are, drive our character. And influencing other, uh, other people through this means by uh, demonstrating this in a humble way uh, is the, the way that you can promote uh, practicality and uh, mindfulness through your actions. And not always posting on uh, the social media site what you're, what you're chasing. This is the one thing I have a problem with with some of the um, modern music, which is like, you know, chasing materialism, chasing cars, chasing this, chasing that. You'll never achieve that natural order and harmony because there's always the next thing to chase. 
you got the car now you want the the plane or the boat or the the four-wheeler or snowmobile whatever it is and the underlying principle the the taoist concept of wu-wei or non-action is not about inaction but about taking no action that is against the natural order and this teaches us to align our actions with the natural flow of life and intervene minimally and allow things to unfold in their own time and this is hard you know uh my grandmother's phrase that she had on the wall i think my mom has it now is god i pray for patience and i want it now <laughs> you know that that's the one thing uh that we have to earn we have to you know it's it's like uh running a marathon you have to get into a daily practice being patient and not forcing outcomes and responding to situations in a calm and measured way. So we see some parallels with biblical scripture emphasizing themes as humility, contentment, and simplicity, and the dangers of wealth and desires. And we see this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And this verse emphasizes the value of humility and gentleness which is very similar to the Taoist approach on simplicity and avoiding excess. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, other, others above yourself. <clears throat> you know, and this also aligns with the idea of weakening ambitions and living simply. We see... Um, in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And just a reminder to avoid the pursuit of material wealth and finding contentment with what you already have. And we can do that through our daily gratitude practice. You know, I'm thankful. If, you ha if you're breathing air, you're here on this earth. There, there's reason for gratitude. Um, and as an example of serving others, Mark chapter 9, verse 35 says, if, if anyone wants to be first, he must be very last, and the servant of all. And this is the teaching of Jesus, which emphasizes humility and service, and much aligned with the Taoist ideas that leaders should lead by example and not prioritize, the, and, and not prioritize themselves, but prioritize the well-being of others first. So we see this in Psalm chapter 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And this is just a reminder, encouraging us to stillness and trust in God, which we uh, see similar patterns in the Wu Wei and the non-action. Just let the process flow. Let things unfold naturally. Um, and of course, one of my favorites, Matthew <clears throat> chapter 6, verse 34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Uh, each day has enough trouble of its own. And that's a lesson from Jesus that you know, reminds us that we don't have to look into the future. We need to be present in the, in the current moment. And that excess worry and planning uh, can get uprooted, you know, with the snap of a finger, everything can change. So we just need to be focused on being in the present moment. So we see the similar patterns in the Buddhist practice. And I read this earlier today, 
and I thought this was so interesting. It said, Buddha and Christ were not all that different. The suffering of Christ letting go on the cross and the joy of Buddha letting go under the tree are one. So we, we achieve a similar result, and they're, they're on two different spectrums. And I thought that was interesting. But some of the Buddhist um, teachings, the concept of anatta in Buddhism is uh, suggests that there is no unchanging permanent self, which aligns with the Taoist emphasis on emptying the mind and focusing on simplicity, being in the present moment. And understand that the ego or the self is not fixed. Individuals can be more harmonious and reduce our desires uh, just by letting go of the ego and understanding that there is um, no permanent self. It, 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 our ego is a constant, like you know, little thing, you know, barking in our ear all the time. And Annika, uh, which is the theme of impermanence. Uh, teaches that all things are in constant flux and nothing remains the same. What's the old uh, Chinese proverb? You never The same man doesn't enter the water, the same river twice because it's not the same man, it's not the same river. You know, everything is in a constant state of change. And we need to embrace this and go with the natural flow of things, not resisting the natural course of events. Uh, everything is impermanent. And this helps us to detach from desires and reduces our pursuit of material wealth and status. We play these status games as individuals, and that's part of the ego talking. Our, we're always trying to, you know, if I get this next job, this promotion, this title, and I think men are worse at this than women, but that's not completely true. I think it, it, it is a human condition amongst all, but... Um, understand that this is how the brain works. Even if you try to talk yourself out of it, you still have to uh, you know, work that muscle, that spiritual muscle every day to understand that you know your ego is going to, if you just let go and just sort of go on the default setting, then your ego is going to uh, override your spiritual brain and you're going to be down the path of chasing the never-ending pattern of things. Um, dukkha in the suffering, uh, the concept that suffering arises from attachment. You know, this is uh, something in the Buddhist teaching that, you know, attachments, desires, and ignorance is something that causes uh, societal problems and personal confusion. And understanding that desire leads to suffering, you know, we can build our life around simplicity and contentment and reduce the need for excess and competition. In Buddhist uh, teachings, they talk of the middle way, and this is really just having uh, the balanced approach to life, everything in moderation, right? It, avoid the extremes of asceticism and indulgence, and that is the, the way, even whether it's food, drink, um, material things, um, try to find the middle pathway to contentment and peace and focus on the spiritual rather than the material wealth. I see this with my kids, you know, Christmas comes, get big pile of gifts. Uh, they get, you know, rip the room, you know, within an hour, they're already bored. You know, they, they got all their things, they want more things and they're bored with their existing things. 
if we could, you know, it, it, it's always the box, right? That is the, the best gift of all. It's like the box because it can unleash your creativity. Um, and so it's always the simple things that uh, are true to our hearts. And with a strong emphasis on compassion and loving kindness towards all beings, all uh, of creation, and do this with everything. Do it with your water, with your plants, with your animals. And this aligns with the idea of serving others and prioritizing the collective well-being rather than focusing on the individual. Um, th this can help us lead to a reduction in our own desires and give us a sense of inner peace and contentment that you know, will be beneficial to us as individuals, but it will also extend out to the community. And so living a life of simplicity... Uh, ethical conduct and mindfulness, which are all mirrored in the teachings of uh, biblical scriptures, of the, the Buddhist texts of the Tao Te Ching. All these philosophies advocate for reducing desires, living in harmony with the natural world, and you know, fostering a sense of inner peace and compassion towards one another. And I think that's a beautiful thing to take away from... Uh, today and try to apply this in our everyday lives because uh, spirituality is uh, and this is why i do this every day it is like a muscle you you have to you have to exercise it every day you can't take any days off so wake up with gratitude give thanks for the things you have the air you're breathing the water you're drinking the food you have and you'll find yourself you know with a, a calmer state of mind in, in, in the long run and not chasing all those material things because at the end of the day all your material things don't go with you you know you don't get buried with them i mean you know you could make that argument but the point is uh they lose value once your consciousness uh goes away back into the collective consciousness of all things they they have no meaning no purpose or if you've ever experienced time with somebody on their dying days you know the the most precious thing they have is those last moments those that little bit of time that they have left is the most precious valuable thing of them all is having those moments to experience with one another and with their loved ones and with their memories and with their family so uh that is all i got for you today I'm recording this in advance, so um, I hope you have yourself a fantastic day. I know it's going to be a great day. It's already programmed in. So thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next time.